This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Hello and welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the podcast, this is the show where I chat with a different musician each week all about music, their past of music, what they're doing now, what they'll be doing in the future, a whole variety of topics related to music. This week I'm chatting with Sky Walter, who is the vocalist and one half of Wing Defense, who are an amazing band out of Adelaide, who recently put out their debut EP, Friends, which is a very good listen. I would recommend it to everyone. Go check it out after this episode. Before we do jump into the chat, just wanted to let you all know there was a slight issue with the audio recording towards the start of the interview. It was just a bit useless to leave in the episode, so I just cut that out. And where we start, Sky is explaining how she came together with Paige, who is the guitarist and the other half of Wing Defense. So let's jump into the chat. She was like, I want to start a punk band, Skiz, you're doing it with me. And I was like, okay, sweet. So she literally just started a Facebook page and I'd written a punk song, well, punkish song a few years prior. So we kind of used that as our first track and she loved it when I showed her. So and that's called Stuck. And then, um, yeah, it all just kind of went nuts from the beginning. So we're really, really lucky for that. Yeah. So um, you, you're from South Australia. I feel like they get a lot of shit down in South Australia, but I've been one time. I loved it. It was it was pretty chill. But what's the music scene like down there? Yeah, it's really good. We've got some great venues. I mean, obviously, with everything that's going on at the moment, it's so up and down and it's a bit of a scary time for those venues um, and the artists. But it's a really nice community and the venues are great and, um yeah, it's just we're actually playing a show on the 15th of August with some of our mates, Seabass and Ollie English and Indiego and uh, Twin Decoy. Um, so we're headlining that show at Jive in Adelaide, which is Jive's like a really one of my favourite venues to play at. So, yeah. Is this your first show since COVID started? Yeah, we played like one show just before it all began with uh, Lydia Lunch. She's all the way from the USA. Um, she's like a punk rock goddess. Um, and, yeah, we played with her at the Royal Croquet Club for Adelaide Fringe, um, and that was literally just before everything kind of blew up. So kind of like just before just, well, it's not really after, is it? It's still happening. <laughs> yeah, it's um, calmed down a little bit, except for some states who are ruining it for the rest of us. But um, <laughs> we, we, we won't talk about them. You guys, as I mentioned, you're a two-piece, but the one live video I have seen, you do have a full band backing you. I suppose um, it's necessary to get the full sound of the band. Yeah, absolutely. But um, working with, so I think it's three other guys you got in the band, if I'm correct. Yeah, we've got Benny, Miles and Anthony. They're three of our best mates. Do, do they, not being full-time members of the band, do they bring anything sound-wise to the band, do you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Miles is a gun on the drums. He's incredible. Um, Anthony's a epic bass player and Benny's our guitarist and he's he's act, like he he writes some of the songs with us and he's produced a couple of tracks. So 
he's pretty much in wingos as well. Um, but we're all we all consider ourselves little wing defences. Um, right. Peyton and I are kind of the face of it, but um, we're a little bit of a little team. Back to the um, EP Friends, uh, which came out maybe two, three weeks ago now, maybe a month ago. I can't remember. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that about right? Yeah. What date was it? I can't remember. Maybe three weeks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with that, there's mostly, I think, four out of the six songs have been singles you've re- released previously and a couple of new songs. But apart from that, there's been, I think, two other singles you've released that didn't make it onto the EP. Was there mm-hmm. any particular reason for you that those songs didn't make the cut for the EP? Uh, we just figured we'd leave um, Stuck Off just because it was our first single, so it's the oldest kind of thing. Um, even though it kind of got us that first initial attention, which was pretty cool, we just thought, yeah, that's the oldest, we'll leave that guy off. And then Cuts, I'd say, is our least favourite track. We didn't love it heaps and so we just thought we'd leave it off, you know. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are good reasons, I think. Yeah. I think, I think not, so. like, not liking a song enough is probably the best reason to leave it off, I would say. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned you've been in bands before, before Wing Defence. In your approach to songwriting in this band, has there been a difference? I suppose also writing with Paige as well. Um, has there been a difference to your approach? Um, yeah, I kind of write more with Benny and Paige. I normally would just write on my own um, and then bring it kind of to the table. But, yeah, we kind of write together. We have these little counselling sessions in the studio where we just kind of we spend half the time talking about our lives and then the rest of the time writing the lyrics. <laughs> so I think it's nice because we're so, we're so close. It really helps to get a real message across and to keep our tracks really sincere and like raw and kind of to the heart, if you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. So with the, with the EP, I think I've, I've been trying to figure out what's my favourite one, uh, favourite song from the EP because it um, keeps changing. Yeah. But as we speak, um, I think it's Listerine, which I think was the second single you released. Yeah. But do you have any favourites from the EP? Two, I've got two favourites, and that's Bob and Relocate. Bob, Benny and Paige actually wrote. I just had a little baby like six months ago, and they wrote the song for him before he was born. His name's not Bob, but they didn't know what his name was. That's what they called it, Bob. It's just really cute. Like it's so it's incredible. It's just awesome and so nice that he gets to have that as a little baby and growing up, a little song written about him. And then I also like Relocate um, just because I like it. It's kind of sassy, kind of sends a strong message. And we've been compared to Dream Wife, you know, by for, um, for Relocate it. And if that's the case, then that's pretty damn good. Yeah, I think maybe my first time listening to the EP, that was my, my favourite. And then it just kept changing from there. I think maybe Bob was my favourite at one point, but yeah. um, who knows? It'll probably change again. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Something I like to do on this show is kind of learn a bit about um, your background in music. So what made you um, start doing music and that kind of thing. So do you remember an age where you 
started either singing or I don't know if you play an instrument as well. Um, but was there an age that you first started? I always sang. So my grandparents were big singers growing up and so they kind of got me into singing and we used to harmonise together and make songs up and things like that. Um, and I, I picked up the guitar when I was about 18. So I play guitar but it was kind of a late addition to my mm-hmm. musical career. But, yeah, so I think my I, I actually wrote a song when I was about six when my dad's best friend died um, and it was called Billy and my little boy's called Billy too. So um, it's kind of, yeah, nice. Yeah, that's um, real early to start writing, I suppose. Yeah, I, I didn't even know what songwriting was, of course. I didn't know what I was doing, but yeah. now, you know, you'd go, oh, that was, that was songwriting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> At that time when you first started I suppose, very young. But was there a, um, do you remember what you were listening to at the time? Ah, uh, six. I think I had the Patsy Bisco tape and uh, maybe um, Carly Minogue tape. Right. So, um, and a few, I think, oh, and I had a Beach Boys CD. So I still had one of those old school CD and tape players so right okay yeah mum and dad just gave me whatever they kind of had and that was what I listened to (laughs) yeah that's the way yeah I suppose that is a lot when you're younger just whatever your parents listen to that's your that's your favorite kind of music yeah until you get your own money yeah bit of Cliff Richards that kind of thing yeah for sure so obviously you're closer to a more rock punk style today do you remember when you started listening to music like that Oh, yeah, that was pretty young. That was, I've always been into all types of genres, but yeah, I think back in Blink 182 days was my first kind of love for that type of music. I think that's 100% of um, kids were into Blink 182. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you weren't into that, like, what's wrong with you? Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So you mentioned you started writing around six. But do you remember when it was that you first realised you were maybe good at songwriting? Yeah, that wasn't until I think, yeah, I picked up the guitar and started writing actual music to my lyrics and I obviously didn't know if I was good or not, (laughs) but I hope so. And, um, yeah, I remember just writing and then kind of showing a few people and, you know, mum thought it was good. So that wasn't a great, you know, indication. I had to go further than that. Um, <laughs> but you know, dad thought it was good. And that was a great, that was a great indication because dad's yeah. pretty hard to please. So <laughs> maybe early twenties. <20s. laughs> yeah. It's uh, easy to impress mum. I yeah. remember one time I tricked my mum into thinking my music was bad, right? Showed <laughs> her, a, she'd always told me when I was in a band, it was like, oh, that music's really good. And I was like, there's no way she likes this. It's just not the music. It's just not the music she's into. And yeah. then a few a few years after not being in that band, I go, oh, what do you think of this song? Like not telling it was my band. She's like, it's pretty crap. I was like, Ooh. I bloody, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I wasn't hurt because I I I agreed with her. But um, yeah. it's like, mum's a liar. Yeah, cut me deep. Oh, mum. <laughs> Can't believe it. I've disowned her since then. So um. Oh we don't talk about it too much. Hope you're all enjoying the chat so far. 
Just breaking up the episode as always to let you know if you wanted to check out Wing Defense's music, you can find it wherever you buy or stream music. And go ahead and check out Wing Defense's socials as well to keep up to date with what they're doing. All the details in the description of the episode. While you're there, you can follow my socials as well to keep up to date with Life on Music. And if you're enjoying Life on Music, you can subscribe where you're listening right now to hear episodes when they first come out. But let's jump back into the chat with Sky. So around 18 was when you, I suppose, really got into songwriting. Is that right? Yeah, around 18, 19. Was it long after that you, that you started performing? Probably about hmm, three or four years. So maybe like right. 23, 24, started doing some gigs around the place. My first gig was at a winery and it was really bad, just like most people's first gigs. <laughs> I think my first year of gigs was pretty bad. Was there, so I don't know, maybe it's not, but three or four years, that's maybe quite a while between kind of starting and and then gigging. Was there a reason that that gap was there for you? Uh, I just went traveling around the world. Okay. That was that was the travel time. So, yeah, did that and then came back and went, oh, yeah, maybe I'll do this now. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And with those early gigs, were they in a band? Uh, yeah, yeah. I used to be in a band. Um, it was more of a folky band back in those days and then I was in a bit of an electronic band after that and now Wingos. So done a few yeah, a done. Of different genres, folk. Yeah, done it at all. Electronic and, yeah, now pop punk. So, <laughs> Do you find any similarities between the genres? Oh, I suppose song structure is pretty similar throughout most genre so that hasn't really changed much but I love I love doing pop punk the most definitely it's the most fun and it's fun because it's the first band that I've played in that I'm not playing an instrument so I can really just pick up the microphone and just go nuts and just kind of flick my hair everywhere and jump on different things and scream and yell and interact with everyone in the band we just all have it's just it's just a whole different kettle of fish when it comes to having fun on stage I never know what to do with my hands if I don't have a guitar in it. Yeah, I thought that would be hard at the beginning, but I love it now. <laughs> yeah, fair. yeah, it's always yeah, it's always a lot more fun mm. to see someone yeah. really get into it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Back to Wing Defense. When did you come together again? Uh, we came together not March last year, but the March before, so like almost two and a half years ago. In that time that you've been together, have you, we've talked a little bit about kind of approach to songwriting, but working for two years now, has the style of writing changed much? Uh, Not really. The only song that's kind of different that we found a little bit different was Weapons. It had a bit of more of, I don't know, more guitar heavy, like ethereal kind of sound than the rest of our stuff. Um, and I think that might have been because Paige, Benny and I all wrote it together. But, yeah, we're not really sure. But that was the only song that kind of differed from the wing defence sound, but it still held on to that kind of wingo's territory as well. So different songs might be a different combination of people writing together, is that? Yeah, I reckon. That's a, that's a cool way to approach it, I suppose. Yeah. Of course, you've only just released the um, new EP, but is there anything we can kind of expect soon? Yeah, we're already writing new stuff. So 
Pagey came to me a few weeks ago with an awesome song, um, which I'm loving the sound of. And then I went over to her house last week and Benny, Paige and I were just catching up and Benny had written a few verses for a song, which sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I've started writing one too. So we got uh, three songs in the mix ready for hopefully a couple of singles ASAP. We just want to get them out there. Do you think that will um, those tracks will end up on maybe another EP or even an album? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we we keep writing some some bangers and then stick them on an EP and release them next year. Is there any kind of difference in the sound with those newer ones or are they kind of similar? Yeah, they're pretty similar. Like it's got the Wingo sound. So mm-hmm. I think we, we try to stick with that sound because we love it and we know our fans love it and we always want like obviously quite a different sound for each track, which I think we're, we're quite good at, but we always want to keep that real like kind of raw with the like little guitar riffs and kind of like just really real, really open kind of lyrics and that kind of thing. So kind of the simple things in life that we, sorry, the complicated things in life, we try and make them sound simple, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I can definitely I can definitely get that vibe from the, the songs I've heard. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wanted to just talk a little bit about touring or live shows again. Obviously, not a lot going on at the moment, but um, have you managed to do any shows nationally, um, different states, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, we um, went on tour with Polish Club um, cool. last year, at the end of the year. I think it was November, December. And then uh, we went on tour with the Vans as well. Um, nice. That might have been October last year. Um, and then we also played at Big Sound in Brisbane um, and we went over to Melbourne and played a couple of headline shows at Yaya's and couple of nice. venues over there and then yeah we've played we played laneway and groove in the moo here in adelaide so that was pretty cool um but yeah we've been able to do quite a bit of touring already which has been nice um especially now that it's going to be so restricted for we don't know how long yeah definitely whenever it is you make it to sydney again i'm keen to see a show but with the couple of bands that you've mentioned you supported so it was polish club and vans is there I've seen Polish Club once. They were a really good live energy. Is there anything you kind of learned from bands like that? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, we just, I can't put my finger on what we would have learned, but I'm sure there was heaps. But they were just really fun to tour with. They're awesome guys and we had heaps of fun together, especially in the last the last leg of the tour. Just We just ran amok really like. At the end of their set, we all got on stage and took each other's instruments and were just singing. I think it was Mariah Carey Christmas song. Um, yeah. <laughs> we were just going crazy and the crowd was going crazy and we were just, yeah, I loved it. It was good fun. Yeah, I remember um, when I saw them play, There was they had a, um, a guitar on the wall and the drummer just gets up and just start smashing this acoustic guitar. What a fun time. Yeah, so as I've said, um, been enjoying the tunes and can't wait to hear what's coming next. But I suppose that's a good place to wrap up the interview. So thank you again for um, chatting with me. No worries. Thanks for having me. 
Thanks everybody for listening and thank you to Sky for chatting with me this week. Don't forget to check out Wing Defense's music wherever you buy or stream music and follow them on their socials and follow Life on Music on my socials as well if you wanted to keep up to date with the show. And you can also subscribe if you're listening right now if you want to hear the episodes when they first come out. That's all for this week. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to begroovyorleave.com to discover the best in new music.